Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry feathered or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Hello and welcome listeners to episode 175 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast where too much talking and pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Ander and I'm joined by the man, the man with a plan. It's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how have you been? Oh, mate. Okay. Good. Doing good. all right. Excellent. Yeah, doing all right. You know, we're, it's, it's, uh, we've it's had been a break, a, haven't we? It's been a red hot minute. It, yeah, it's, it's been a red hot minute since we've, uh, since we recorded last, but, um, you know, life has, uh, you know, thrown, uh, thrown us both curveballs and, uh, you know, things have been a bit, a bit crap, but you know, we're, we're here and we're, you know, putting touch and base with the lit- listeners, letting uh, them know that we're doing okay. And we hope that they're doing okay. And thought we'd just put a, you know, put, put a little one out on a sunny Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, we had a little break, haven't we? So, um, but, um, but how's, uh, how's, how's your work been, mate? You got any, got any loose stories from the, from mate, the, I- the coal face at all? Trying, yeah, trying to you know, um, make a little bit of brevity, right? So I had a um, a, a dog come in um, the other day. Um, Golden Retriever came in for its um, its vaccination, and um, came came back in because the owner said, "Look, I, I think it's got, you know, there's something weird happening with its face." A Golden Retriever, probably about eight or nine years of age, uh, came in and it's got, um, like she said, oh, it's. It's been drooling a lot, you know, drooling a lot. Like it's like you'd be too young to remember it, but the movie Turner and Hooch. <laughs> I remember Turner and Hooch, mate. And, yeah. and, and I thought, not scary, you know not scary, my, not not scary. My, so my, it would have been no. right in your wheelhouse. My, yeah. my wheelhouse, yep. Um, and, and I said, I, I said, I'm actually 43. And she got, are you really? I said, oh, yeah. Oh, so sorry. I am. She, she said to you, you're too young. I'm too young to oh, remember the the, wow. the the Tom the Tom Hanks. Uh, you know, wonderful movie with wow. him and the uh, and the dog, the bird, uh, Hooch. Yeah, yeah. that I that oh, forget about okay. Turner and Hooch. No, and I, I definitely remember Turner. I went and saw it at the movies. <laughs> and did you uh, did you know you, you did you readjust your skinny jeans and and tuck your little tight white t shirt and go? Well, thank you for uh, acknowledging my youth. <laughs> I, I mean, it's been an awful long time since anyone's accused me of being young, Lewis, you know, like it was, I mean, and, and that was certainly a very salient part of the early part of my career. The first sort of, you know, eight to 10 years, everyone was like, oh, you look too young to be a vet. You look too young oh, yes. to be a vet. Yes. I, th- I think it's now the, um, the, 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 the increased um, scalp that people can see on the top part of the head. Um, and maybe the little, the little bit of salt and pepper I'm getting in the side of the <laughs> beard that maybe is, uh, you know, it, indicating to people that I am actually old enough to have gone and seen Turner and Hooch. So right. but, yeah, what a compliment though. But there you go. So you had Hooch in the consult. What, what, what do you, um, or was it Turner? I can't remember which one was which. Hooch was the dog. Hooch, Hooch was the dog. Hooch was the dog. And I, I, I even remember that what the last line of the um the movie is. Yeah. yeah. Just because that's the stuff. You know. Yeah. 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 This is this is not your room. So because because he uh, when he first gets Hooch into his house and Hooch is running around and all you know, he's going, uh, um, 
Tom Hanks's character Turner is reading reading in the Riot Act about all the the different rules within the house, and he and he says this is not your room. But of course, because you know, spoilers for anyone that wanted to watch this movie Ooh. that's approximately twenty eight years old. Um, Hooch Hooch dies, uh, and uh, but then he has a litter of puppies. But then the 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 last bit is where he's got one of the pups, and um and so the last line of the movie is. This is not your room, and then roll credits. So oh, I, right. so it's not only credits, yep. Oh well, oh, yeah, not a not a dry eye in the house, and mm. and lots of saliva too. Mm. Um, but but this dog actually had um had a, a an idiopathic facial nerve paralysis, which is wow. which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. So we ran blood just to check and make sure there wasn't anything metabolic. I mean, well, we you'd. It's, it's what we suspect is going on. We're not going to yeah. go and do MRIs and big you know, investigative mm. things because a lot of the times it can just get better. But, um, but yeah, the owner picked up saying, look, I think it's, it's face just looks different. And my husband reckons I'm a bit weird, you know, because I think that my vet's too young and, you know, and then I think <laughs> that my dog's face looks a little bit weird. So, so anyway, wow. there we go. Yeah. Oh. So Turner and Hooch, there's a, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if it's actually available on, on the streaming, but I, was, I might actually sit down and watch it with the kids just for a yeah. good time. Yeah, go and go and get the old VHS out, mate. And plug it in. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Have you done that recently with your kids? Have you ever plugged in a VHS and shown them what it's like? Uh, we have. We I think I'm not sure if we still got one, but it's certainly not plugged in, so can't can't put oh, it on to show them the wonderful static. Oh, no. mate, wait, wait. So we've got a um uh, our old combo DVD um, yeah. VHS, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so we pl- we plugged it in when we were moving um when, when we were renovating and um the the tape that was in there was one of the ones that we record, you know, stuff mm, on. Mm. And so it was the first season of MasterChef, right? <laughs> and so, and so watching it, watching, you know, 10 minutes of the first season of MasterChef. Um, and, and then I put, um, I think I put the labyrinth on or something like that. And because it was playing on a, on a bigger screen, the quality was absolutely atrocious. Mm. And Camille said, how could you watch this? How does it, <laughs> That's because that's all we had, dude. Yeah. You know, we didn't have any other options. Wait till you so, put the wedding video on, mate, for them. They go, mm, gee whiz, the quality's not very good. And you guys look really young. Yeah, yeah, yeah way too young. Way, way too young to have seen Turner and Hooch. That's right. Exactly. Well, I, um, I actually uh, I have a bit of a first in a, in a consult this week. Yeah. Mate. I'll, do, I'll run this by. I'm not sure if if um, if um if this has happened to you in a consult, but uh but I was, uh, you know, in a console and a guy, you know, I'm not, so I'd say late 20s, perhaps, you know, I won't say gentleman, and this will become evident as I talk through, but a man, a man, uh, late, late bloke, bloke in his yep. 20s. And, uh, you know, he was, you know, we've got a little chair in the consult room, sort of a, would be a firmer plastic style of chair, you know? Yes. And, and like um, a classroom kind of chair. Yeah, yeah, but you know, yeah. perhaps a collapsible sort of, you know, one of those, you know, fairly right. You know, not not comfy, certainly not staying for a long time kind of chair. Yes, yeah. Which is fair enough. Consults are quick. We we move through. Yeah. In and, and out. And yeah. And uh, uh yeah, we were chatting away with the bloke and uh, I had the dog on the table and I was sort of examining it. I don't know if any treats. I can't really remember exactly what, what it was in for. And and the guy was sitting in the chair just and it's a very small room, you know, there's not a lot of soft furnishings. Yeah. And uh and yeah, chatting and chatting away to me, you know, what's going on with the dog, this and that. And there was oh, hang on, he hasn't got a mask on. So I sort of made a comment, oh, oh it seems like your mask has slipped, mate. You know, could you just, just into re- your pocket? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, no. Well, he had one of those buffs. Oh, mask, yes, yep. You know, so, yeah, okay. So he sort of lifted the buff up off his neck and put it over his and as he's done that and put it up over his nose, he's done 
an audible fart. Oh, wow. And On the plastic chair, it would have liberated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. An audible fart. And then with a three-second pause, then giggled. <laughs> giggled no, with it as well. So not not a, so I was like, so I had the dog on the table, and I mean sometimes you know the, the pets make smells, and there are smells yes. in the room, and you you try and associate, but there was no hiding the fact that this guy just dropped one right yeah. right at the <laughs> consult room, and I I didn't know what to do. He giggled, he giggled, and I sort of paused. And I yes. Thought, all right, I'll just put the stethoscope in my ears and uh, we'll have a listen to this dog's heart and I'll just I'll just get a get, just take a minute. I was like, but there was nothing from him like, oh, I'm so sorry. That just, that yeah. chair is just a bit squeaky or, you know. Yes, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that, that's, uh, that's, that's hooch on the tables. Yeah. Just let one go. That was, that was. Didn't, that was, didn't realise, didn't realise my dog's bum was a ventriloquist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, able to throw the sound away. I couldn't. I couldn't believe it, and not yeah. to even apologise. Like just giggle. Yeah. Hell you, like, you, and 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 the other thing is like afterwards, were you then thinking about a whole lot of different things that you could have said? Because I think that's the that's the thing that would have got me is that like even just in my head, you sit there going and you think, "How are your beans for dinner last night?" Or you know, <laughs> it's going to be pretty hard to blame that one. It's going to be hard to blame that one on the dog. That's usually what we do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, but it was such a shock. Yeah, I think that I had no repertoire. I was like, it wasn't like a, you know, when a dog does one and you, you know, you go, oh yeah, I can smell their din. You know, you make some sort of joke yep. or something. Or, or I rather put, go, Ooh. push. I put, I push the gas button. Sorry, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got a, you got a bit of a, a, you know, a bit of a repertoire. But when the, the human does it, I thought, wow, like you know, just and maybe realize with all that, you know, when when we go to the doctor or you know, yes. or you go to have a massage done or something, you're just a bit relaxed. Nice that, and relaxed, yes. Yeah, does that happen? Do they have it? Is there a comment for that? Is there? Uh, what, um, you know? it's, it's one of my greatest fears when I'm doing a Pilates class that, you know, that, that you, when you're sitting there, you're bending and you're stretching and then mm. suddenly, yeah, and, and apparently it happens a lot at yoga um, well, sessions. Well, it's because people that. are relaxed. Yeah. Because I, I did sort of have a chat, you know, in the in the lunchroom, we're chatting, chatting everyone while we we're having a little bit of mirth about it. Thought it was it was quite humorous. So yeah. I did mention, yeah, hot yoga is a classic for uh for someone, you know, and everyone having a giggle and just moving yes. on. I thought, well, it's not really in a concert room and could have just said, Oh, excuse me, or, or yep. something like that, or coughed. I don't yep. know yep. what. But it maybe it was the mask that distracted him. And anyway, so so there you go, mate. That's the first. As a vet. Yeah, you go. There you go. Yeah. As as opposed to those times where you try and sneak it out yourself and then blame blame it on the on the on the dog. That's actually never happened. It, never, 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 not never in happened. not in 22 years of vet being a vet. Never, never ever, ever. Never no. ever have I. Yeah. That's yeah, that Lu- game. Never ever. Lewis Tight Sphincter Kirkham. That's what that's what you were known about as uni. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, you definitely. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, good one. Um, so, so we had a um, we had another another thing happen this week. So we had um, a, 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 one of the nurses, Annalise, came in with the with the invoice. Um, and she's gone. Oh, look, something something's been been printed wrong on uh, on the uh, on the invoice. I think we need to take it off. I gone. Okay, right. Yeah. Well, um, what's what's going on? She's gone. Well, you know, it says it says cock on the um, on the on the invoice. Uh, said, was what it, do you mean? It? Was a chicken, chicken, okay, yeah, chicken yeah, that's a ch- yeah, yeah, chicken yeah. consult. Fair yes, that yeah. makes sense. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, no, okay. 
uh, it was a dog that I'd been draining its chest and so or draining fluid off its arm from its abdomen. Sorry. So I was using a three-way stopcock. Uh, and um, and, and she said, no, no, no. Isn't it supposed to be clock? And I go, and I said, no, 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 no. It's a three-way stop cock. She goes, I always thought it was called a stop clock because it had the little <laughs> hands on it that walked or went around like a clock. And I, I'd never thought about it that way, Annalise. That you know, would make sense. It, yeah. it would make sense. So, you yeah. know, I mean, that's, a, that's a way that we could have, you know, avoided the, you know, having the, you know, the little, little, little rooster name down there on, on the invoice. But I thought... The, the abbreviation on the invoice. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, so I thought that was an interesting one. I've never had anyone pick up on the fact that I've, you know, sent, uh, you know, charged them for a uh, any sort of, you know, uh, you know, a cock or other rooster related, uh, you know, um, uh, item <laughs> on their invoice. But uh, but Annalise picked it up thinking that it was it used to be called a clock. So a clock. Anyway. There you go. Yeah. Wow. How about that, eh? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. No, someone in this week as well that. Um, uh, interesting. We're doing a little bit of uh, bottom discussions. That's a bit unlike us, isn't it? But um, the the concept was that it had a hair coming out of the dog's bottom. Right. Oh, oh that's interesting. Yeah, well, what, what, like as in one of those oversized rabbits. <laughs> yes. Well, it was a, actually dog? a hat. It oh, wasn't a, hat. a dog. It was a hat. Right. A hair that was I was pulling out of it, not by the ears, because they don't like that. You don't do that. That's not cool. Anyway, so. And so the concept was uh, a hair out of this dog's bottom. I thought, oh, maybe it's matted, some fur around there, there's a bit of poo around there. Yeah. So, and, you know, the dear old lady, she was really worried. And um, so, you know, we booked her in, you know, um, slotted it, made a slot for her because I thought that's really strange. You know, she's yes. a good client. Yep, we'll see you. Of course, we'll see you, uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Magdalena. Uh, Magdalena. Know, Go for yeah, it. Of yeah. course. And, uh, so she came in and and uh, and sure enough, the dog, she goes, look, lift up the tail. And it was literally like a human hair. I don't know how she could see it. Just coming out of the dog's bottom. Just like. Right. And it was so microscopic. She's going, I don't know if you need to put your glasses on to see this tail. Going, well, thank you very much. But I can I see am. it with my, I can see it with my old lady eyes. So oh, I am yeah, already yeah. wearing glasses. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. But uh, thank you for, for advising me that I am getting older. Um, but yes. I can see it there, and, and it was interesting. So I sort of, you know, and I, in my mind, I was like, look, this is really not a problem. I imagine dogs eat human hair all the time. You know, they're, they're scavengers. They're licking things off the yeah. floor. There's, there's, but, but I sort of had a, gave it a slight little tug. She's gone, oh, when I tugged it, the dog got upset. I was like, mm, okay. So I did give it a slight tug, and it certainly wasn't just, just coming yep. out just, just nicely. So, so um, I said, all right, we'll give the dog a little enema. And we gave it an enema, went outside and sure enough, did a poo and the, you know, the hair was stuck in the poo and that yeah. was, that was all clear. But I, I thought, how did she see that microscopic sort of luscious little lock hanging out there? It's incredible. Uh, did you um, first? Yeah. It was, uh, was she, uh, given that she was an older lady, did, did she have a bit of a blue rinse put through and did it, uh, did the hair have a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a smurfy blue, blue color tone there, or bit, bit of a tinge to it. You think bit of a, a, a nice reflection in the sunrise, in the sunlight. Oh, she also wasn't concerned that you now, hang on, where's the, Where's my dog getting this long hair? Because I don't have long hair of that color. Yeah. What's my, what's my husband been up to? Well, we didn't go into that too much. That oh, that perhaps, probably best. Perhaps, perhaps, you know, she should go home and just check his text messages and make sure he hadn't, <laughs> and you know, been taking a leaf out of a certain Australian 
cricketer captain's book or anything like that. We didn't go into that. No, we no, that no, not at all. Left yeah. Very painful thoughts of going to that, I think. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. I see what you did there, too. <laughs> nice one. Nice one. Yes. And, and, and you know what else is good? Zilkeen. Zilkeen, yes. our, um, our, our supporters, uh, uh, alpha cazozapine, the, um, the milk protein that helps to bind to receptors a mild anxiety relieving uh medication um you know we uh we are pretty big advocates of it here it uh works quite well i was actually talking to a lady about it um the other day she wanted to take her her cat um on holidays with her and was worrying about uh, the cat being stressed out and i said well gee we should be hard pressed to get her anything better than zilkeen so i'd be getting on that get it started now um maybe uh you know increase the dose a little bit just before you go um what a perfect way of helping to try and reduce down the anxiety without causing any real side effects excellent yeah definitely mate no really really good stuff and also big thank you to uh, our food supporter uh delicate care they've got uh, they've got a whole uh, whole big range of foods all australian australian made uh, australian ingredients um they i had a uh um uh, had a dog the other day that uh oh just uh, it might have been thursday i think that uh l- little puppy that uh persistent vomiting and diarrhea you know just intermittent right. though you yeah. know would um would you know go, go a week with nothing all good and then would get a little bit of vomiting and diarrhea and it was only a young dog and we sort of talked about the what it could be and and i said look i think it might be food related he said well i'm feeding the best grain free wheat free food from the pet shop I said, yep. oh, not sure that that's really what's going to help your dog. I think we need to think about doing a little bit of a food trial with something that's uh, more suited, you know, a novel protein. So yep. certainly su- suggested the delicate care, skin and stomach in the in the dog range for for those guys, and um, and see how that goes. See if that just settles down that that intermittent vomiting and diarrhea, which we often get with foods and and young, you know, the oodle puppies. I reckon get a bit of it. Oh yeah. my goodness. That's what I say to so many people. Like, well, I reckon that's the the big thing that we're seeing with the oodles now. Is I mean, apart from them often being a bit anxious, um, they um, they often seem to have very very sensitive guts. Mm. Um, you know, like they they'll just get you know uh, particularly um, you know like I mean it can be a more mild diarrhea, but also yeah, you know, we are seeing quite a few of them with the hemorrhagic diarrhea as right, well. Wow. Where, yeah, yeah okay. um, which is a lot more a lot more severe. And the, the 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 difficult part is I find with those dogs, they're often being the ones that have been quite finicky eaters anyway and so the hard part then is is well okay yeah so they might only want to eat this one food it might be chicken that's it might be the only thing they want to eat but if the chicken's the thing that's then causing them to get vomiting and diarrhea well we can't give it to them mm. yeah we're gonna have to try something else so mm. um so that's where the the delicate care can work yeah. well given that it's duck so even though it's still avian there's a big difference between ducks and chickens Yes, and as the symbol, this dog was a fussy eater, so I thought, well, I know good palatable food, so we went on the delicate care. So thank you very much, guys, very good. for your support. And and thanks to all the, all you great humans from uh, Patreon as well that are supporting us on Patreon. Uh, uh, you know, we uh, really, really uh, enjoy the support that we get from you guys and the messages that we've been getting, making sure that we've been okay um, given the hiatus in our recording. Um, so if you'd like to uh, support us as well, go to patreon.com, search for Two Vets Talk Pets and have a look through the options there if you'd like to uh, like to support us. But otherwise, you know, leave us a review on iTunes. That's always nice when that happens as well. Or recommend us to a friend. You know, everyone knows someone that's gone and got themselves a, a puppy or something at the moment. So you know, they can go you know, have a bit of a search back through the back catalogue and uh, have a listen to some of the advice that we give for people with their pups. Yeah, very good, mate. Now, 
You've got a bit of news this week. What do you got in the news? So, um, I thought I was, I thought I was right on it. This Lewis, all right. I thought, my goodness, I have found something that we're going to be able to follow. That we're going to be able to. We, we, this is going to generate weeks and weeks and weeks of, uh, of content, which you know, is great because, you know, sometimes there are times when we sit there and go, right now, what the hell are we going to talk about this week? <laughs> um, and, and so I'm not sure if you're across it, but the genius dog challenge, have you heard Ooh. about the genius dog challenge? No, tell no. me more. No. So the genius dog challenge, um, oh crap. Now my phone, my, it lost. Trying to put, no, no. Um, is it, let me guess. Is it, it's, is it, uh, is it a challenge where, they're trying to find the most genius dog. Yes. That oh, is that, that's, right. that's, it's, it, they yeah. didn't, I know it wasn't it. much, yeah. there wasn't much burying the lead in there on that. Um, <laughs> but um, so, so what the, what it was, right. So the genius dog challenge, you can find this online and they've got um, their YouTube videos and things with it. Um, the challenge was six of the world's most exceptional dogs will try to show who is the smartest of them all. Ooh. So what happens in the first stage, the dogs will have one week to learn the names of six toys. During the second stage, the dogs will have again one week, but will try to learn the names of 12 toys. And so what it was done, um, so there was, you know, and you see the follow the challenge live broadcasts on Facebook and YouTube every Wednesday until December the 16th. Oh, this is great. We're going to be able mm -hmm. to garner some real interest on it. Yeah. Until I realized it was 2020. <laughs> Because I found oh. it, right? I found it. I got oh. how good is this? The first one's on October, like the sixteenth or something like this. Follow this is going to be dynamite. We'll be able to follow it. It'll be like a, it'll be like a, one of these podcasts where people talk about you know Survivor and things like that. We'll be able yeah. to talk. Oh, can you can you believe what Rico did with when he got this toy this time? Um, but it's actually um, so the they've got all the all the videos because yeah. As it turns out, I'm 12 months late. So, hey, anyway. Um, but if you go to GeniusDogChallenge.com, um, you can find all the videos of the different stages of, of the dogs, of where they've basically trained um, these dogs. So it's a, um, it was done around the world. Um, and so what they've done is uh, – given the dogs these six toys um uh, had them in a different room from their from their owner uh and then the owner has had to tell them the name of the toy and so then they've got a camera a live feed camera on the owner and where the dog's been sent off from and also in the room where they've got the toys now the toys are there in amongst a whole lot of other toys as well oh. so they actually have to go and pick out the right one so um wow. so, so the kids and i sat down and watched um the the first one the whiskey versus rico um and uh and my goodness like these are these are some pretty damn clever dogs yeah um yeah being able to show so you know they're in different languages as well so being able to say right so this is the name of the dog we were um one of the toys had to be called a different name because the dog had a toy that had a name that was similar. So, but otherwise they had, um, so the, the organizers had to try and find toys that were different to all the other toys that all these other dogs had. So then that way they had to go yeah, and collect yeah. the yeah. same toys. So trying to eliminate variables. And so I was, I, I'm, I'd be interested to get you to sit down and watch it and see what you think as far as a, um, you know, how they've set it up almost like as a, as a clinical trial sort of thing of trying to mm. eliminate variables and things like that. Um, so yeah, we're going to sit down with the kids and watch a few more of the videos because it's, 
pretty fun, you know, watching these dogs going and getting yeah, the right. things. So, so yeah, the genius dog challenge, you know, there's no spoilers here. I haven't gone through and watched the end of it, but, um, but if the listeners are, you know, find yourselves with a, a little bit of time um, and you want to watch some very, very clever dogs going and, and doing some stuff, um, have a check out of genius dog challenge. I reckon they've done some really, really good, uh, really good fun. Very good, mate. Was it, was that, just after that, you're watching the the first season of MasterChef. You did that. Was did that come on on that VHS? Just the uh, old VHS on. Yes, did, did it, mate. Just oh, what's this that we've accidentally taped because we left it running because that's what you did. You couldn't. You just like left it running to tape the MasterChef and it just recorded whatever else came at the after it. Whatever was it, whatever it, was on afterwards. Yeah, and then was I've it, just had to that? upload that onto. Uh, I've just had to upload that onto YouTube so then that yeah. way our listeners can find it. So. Right. Do you, just just. Uh, just a thought for myself. I'm not sure I could learn 12 names of different toys in a week yeah. to be able oh. to find them in a pile in another room. If you said, Louis, 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 go and get the Buzzy Bee. Go and get the Buzzy Bee. I'd yeah. Be like, what? What? Buzzy Bee. So I'm thinking I'm looking for a bee. Yep. It's- might buzz. Maybe buzz, doesn't buzz. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm digging around. Like there's a Richmond beanie it's not quite a bee but it's striped like a bee i don't think that's it yeah. no <laughs> i don't think i could learn 12 so that's interesting that's a lot it of things is, to learn oh and and given that they're in a room so they've got the six toys distributed like with another you know eight or ten other toys that are around and you see the dogs going in there and they nuzzle around and look for the right ones um because i will do it for rosie it was rosie's birthday yesterday and so we got her a new couple of new toys and one of them's a little toucan you go where's your toucan Get your toucan. And yeah. she sort of just stares at us. <laughs> All right. And then she'll go and she'll get it. And, and maybe she'll bring the toucan back. Good girl. Get your toucan. Well, well, then she goes off and goes into the cupboard, pulls out uh, two cans of dog food and puts them in front of you. Yeah, there's the two cans. Like, yeah, well, not exactly what we had in mind, but good, good effort, Rosie. Try again. Yeah. It was better when she bought the two cans of beer to me. That was much better. I go, good whip it. That's yes, it. That's Daddy what I taught you. Beers. Good girl. And it's and it's and it's much better for Rosie to bring me the beers and the kids. I feel I, feel, I don't feel yeah. as bad. Rosie nah. bringing them in. No. Nah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Like, so I had a, a, a client a couple of years ago tell me that, um, oh, now my son, he's got a chihuahua and it's the smartest dog in the world. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Terrific. Yeah. yeah it, can, yep. it can identify 90 different toys. And wow. Go, yeah. Okay. Right. You know, I, I sort of took it as a bit of a grain of salt kind of comment. Yeah. Um, but um, seeing the way that these dogs go, it's like, well, you never, I think 90 still might've been putting a, a, an awful lot of mayo on, but um, yeah, some of these dogs are pretty darn clever. So wow. have a check out of it. Genius dog challenge. Well, interesting, mate. I don't want to, you know, don't want to put a spoiler in, but I have actually seen the final episode of the genius have dog you really? challenge. And to the complexity, no, obviously they, you know, they're whittling down to the two, the two, you know, the to- top dogs, dogs. At the top of the pinnacle. And because they're so hard to separate, they've actually set up the rooms where the dogs are actually like those toys you see out the front of, uh, of the, uh, of the cinema sort of things, which has got the little, little metal claw. Oh yes. To control it over right. the top of the toys and reach down and try and grab a stuffed toy and then and put it in your little hole to, to collect it. Yes. That's what they actually do with these dogs in that they have to actually finish it off. And then they have to go down, quick sniff, and then try and grab the toy and then pick it up to take it to the owner in the other room. So, so just so a little dog, bit of extra complexity. The dog's complexity. in the claw. The dog's yeah, in the, the claw. The, the dog's the actually dog, lower down. The dog is the claw, yes. Wow. Yeah. 
Just uh, so I don't want to spoil it too much. So well, it's a good, you know, there's two border collies at the end, as you'd expect. As you'd expect. Uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking that, that could actually work well. Imagine if they did it like with a um a, one of the, a big um shipping container where they actually just lower the dog down into the shipping container, hooked onto a harness, and then they've got to sort of nuzzle through like they're going through a big money bag, you know, big, big um, mm. you know, Scrooge McDuck money bit money pit sort of situation. Um, just trying to find the one buzzy bee. I yeah, like it. I like yeah, it. Maybe they can go. do that for this year's one. Yeah, that's right. 2021. Yeah, 2021, post, which then we'll be able to follow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. Excellent. Cool. And because uh, I think part of the reason why I found this thing about the, the genius dogs was because it got me thinking, I wonder whether or not on the Guinness Book of World Records, whether they've got a thing of what's the largest number of toy recalls that a dog's ever had. And of course, I couldn't find that on the Guinness Book of World Records. But what I could, what I did find, it was some sad news, Lewis, some very sad news. Um, and this is fairly recent. So this was published on the 20th of October. Um, Farewell to Mochi, the dog with the longest tongue in the world passes away. So, <laughs> okay. Right. So Mochi, or Mo for short, Rickett, who held the record for the longest tongue on a living dog for over five years, has sadly passed away. The female St. Bernard from South Dakota, USA, uh, was, was from South Dakota, USA, and belonged to Carla Ernst, also from USA, believe it or not. Officially measured by a vet at 18.58 centimetres or 7.3 inches, if you're in the old, old money, her tongue was the equivalent to the length of two and a half Jenga blocks. Oh, yeah, Lewis just happens to have a... Uh, <laughs> A tape measure yeah, with me. A tape measure. 18.58. You can round it up to 18.6 if you want. 18.6. Oh, 18, yeah. Uh, there, that's right. Oh, yeah. I wonder where that – where is that measurement from? That's is a that good from, question. Is that from uh, – is that from I, the underside uh, length or is from, that – From a, the frenulum or from the from the <laughs> back maybe where the, you know, where the tonsils are because, you know, it's a – um, there's is it a, you from, can see from the top or the yeah is it or perhaps is it is it the width of the tongue the, the girth of the tongue yes. maybe you never know yeah yes yes uh, I can see where this is going yeah yeah um, her lolling pant and lumbering frame brought smiles to many Mochi had an impact on nearly everyone she met she rescued so many hearts in her life. What a journey this has been, her owner Carla said. She was the most amazing animal ever. We miss our precious fairy child. Mochi sadly spent the first part of her life, first part of her life in a household where she faced neglect and abuse before being taken in by big dogs, huge paws rescue. At the age of two, she was taken home by Carla and her forever family. The pup's record breaking. Yep. You missed that. Big, big paws and what was it? Big. Big, paws. big dogs and huge paws. Yeah, and long tongues. Well, long tongues. Well, long that, tongues. That was... you missed that at the end, mate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Come yeah. Long tongues rescue. Yep. Yep. You're absolutely yep. right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Gene Simmons is their patron. Yeah. The 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 guitarist from Kiss. <laughs> yeah. Um. The pup's record-breaking tongue led to more than a hundred appearances over the last four years, including schools, TV shows, book signing events, and possibly book slobbering events, nursing homes, and events for animal rescue. She was even one of the cover stars for Amazing Animals, a Guinness World Records book published in 2017. Um, and there she is with a you know a bunny playing basketball and a and a uh, and a parrot putting some little rings on a uh, on a little uh, a little little stick. Mochi was oh. big. Yeah. 
Um, she spread love and joy wherever she went and had an amazing knack for picking out children and adults who needed special attention and love. So this is one of the, you know, she was also then a therapy dog, which is, which is pretty cool. Nice. She recalls some of the plenty occasions. Of, plenty of big, long kisses to go around, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, she recalls some of the occasions where Mochi had a big impact on someone, including the time a grade school special education instructor contacted her after one of Mochi's school visits. After a visit to a large grade school, a resource teacher called me. A little girl who had never smiled in her entire life smiled for the first time mm. as she told her mum about Mochi. Mm. Um, then while on a GWR tour in Canada, another touching experience occurred. Mochi and Carla went to Niagara Falls, and despite being surrounded by hundreds of people, Mochi apparently got up abruptly and weaved through the crowd towards an elderly woman sitting motionless in a wheelchair with her family at her side. Mochi went up to that lady, sat beside her, and laid her head on her lap. I apologized profusely, and the lady's son said it was okay. Then the lady started patting Mochi and smiling. The family were amazed. They said that she had been catatonic for a very long time. Mochi's head-turning feature, coupled with her sweet nature and empathy, made her a truly beloved and unforgettable pet. She rocked her record-long tongue with, a, uh, with immense pride, and she helped thousands of people of all ages celebrate their differences and uniqueness. Um, wow. The longest tongue of a dog ever belonged to a boxer named Brandy, whose, um, whose picture is on the uh, website. Um, it measured an incredible 43 centimetres. <laughs> That's, a, yeah. that's over double the length of, of double of, the uh, length of the late yep. mochi. Wow. Yeah. And she, but she, um, Brandy passed away in 2002. So, so mochi held the title for a while. No news yet, Lewis, as to who the current record holder is, but yeah. memories to mochi, the big tongued dog. Valet mochi. What a, what, yes. a, what an amazing dog and a therapy dog too. Good on him. Him yeah. or her, him, I guess him, but um, I've got questions. I, do you know, we're all about comparisons and yep, you know, who, especially mine's, mine's bigger than yours, and you know, especially sort of especially you with having your tape measure sitting there at your desk. I'm sure, well, I'm sure, you know, measuring things is, is obviously very important to you when you you're never, on the internet. You never know what might come up in the podcast, and I like to be prepared. I'll, I yes, do scouts. Good. And my motto is be prepared, and and if if we ever need to measure anything, I'm your guy. I'm I'm the host that you can you can you can throw it to me, mate. And I'll yep. measure it up for you. But did you then go Rosie and go, hey Rosie, how long's your tongue? Did you did you did um, you how how do you measure that? Like surely the dog's got to be asleep. And I was going to say, it has to be asleep. You know, you know what it's like when you're trying to you know, uh, look in a dog's mouth mm. just to oh, look no at their way. teeth or trying to give it a tablet or something tablet. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that that tongue is absolutely, imagine, I wonder whether or not Mochi would have been difficult or easy to give a tablet to, given that there was so much weight weighing the tongue down that it wouldn't have been able to pull its tongue back into its mouth to stop the tablet from going down. Or maybe do they give them a big spoonful of peanut butter so the tongue sticks to the roof of the mouth, stationary, then you can measure it. I'd be really worried that that would cause asphyxiation in this dog, Lewis, with how big the tongue is. Yeah, I think anything yeah. that's going to cause that to get stuck, I think we'd be in some serious strife. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, interesting. Fale so Mochi. Fale Mochi. Yeah. Wow. What a wonderful dog. All righty. I reckon. Um, I reckon we might uh, hold it there. So as, as we said earlier, guys, we um, we just wanted to touch base and you know have a you know, let you know that. 
that we're okay and we hope you're doing okay and we'll uh, you know, catch up with you again uh, or hopefully again soon. Um, next we'll, week. We'll, yeah, we'll bang the week. disclaimer in all advice on this show is generally in nature. So please consult your veterinarian before following advice for your pet. Do our best to provide the most up-to-date information apart from on the Genius Dog Challenge that went about 12 months ago. Um, but as veterinary medicine is continuing advancing and changing, please <laughs> let us know if we've missed anything or if you need any clarification. Um, yeah, excellent. Thank, thank you all very much for your messages we, of well wishes and things. Um, yeah, yeah, we have got we've got quite a few questions that have sort of come through and they're getting stacked up. But uh, yeah, Rob and I will will hopefully get get to those. We've got a couple from uh, one from Nick Tuna um, about autism in dogs. We've got one from Cloudy about uh, Chris Brown's um, uh, chisel in- jaw. I- interesting, chisel jaw. That that too. But interesting uh, take on treatment for separation anxiety. Um, So we will get to those at some stage, guys. Thank you for sending the questions in. I'm just sorry. We're just just, uh, short on time today, aren't we, mate? Absolutely, absolutely. But um, if you've got some more questions you want us to hit us up with, um, find us at uh, two vets talk pets at gmail.com. You can find us at patreon.com, search for two vets talk pets, uh, and all the other wonderful socials that Lewis keeps saying that I've signed up for, we're there. Exactly. Spot on, mate. Yep. Alrighty, guys. Scratch you later. Peace out, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or send an email to Two Vets Talk Pets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at VetBehaviorist. And more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.